Good morning, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Monday, February 5th. I want to say thank you to everybody for a fantastic event in Dayton, and we are looking forward to doing that again next year. It is so much fun to get together with women who want to know the Lord. And there's something really precious, particularly about watching women who know that they have influence in the life of a child saying, you know what, Lord, I realize I can't give my children what we don't have. And today on Mailbox Monday, I'm going to be talking to a mom who asked if she could remain anonymous, who I think is experiencing what a lot of us have experienced from time to time, only this time she's asking about her husband. So today we're going to be talking about the very real issue of burnout And uh, since it's February, we're coming up onto February 14th here pretty soon. I thought, you know what? This is a great time to address this topic. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So I am coming up on some really cool, well, some not so cool things too. I've got a uh, an orthodontist appointment with three of my kids tomorrow. <laughs> Moment of silence because things never seem to slow down around here. And oftentimes this happened. Uh, this happens everywhere I go. Uh, people will say, "How is it that you do all the things that you do? How is it that you podcast and write books and homeschool your children and uh, just do the things that you do?" And and like I said in Dayton, and I'll say it again, there is a grace over my life for what. Uh, I'm doing. The Lord has asked my husband and I to do this, and there's a grace over it. But there have been times when we have stepped outside of that grace. And whenever that happens, uh, struggle is the sure result. And so I'm going to be talking to a mom today who would like to be anonymous. So anonymous, this is for you. I'm going to read her question. She says, my question goes with your spiritual warfare series. Do you have any advice for the wife of a very stressed out, burned out, overachieving Christian homeschool dad? My wonderful husband has been burned out for some time now, and we are both taking a good, hard look at his life and our life as a family. Obviously, there's a lot more to the story, but I'm wondering if you have had any advice that would help me as his wife. So, uh, sweet mom, this is for you. I also want to just say, uh, she's talking about a stressed out, burned out, overachieving Christian homeschool dad, but I know even more stressed out, burned out, overachieving Christian homeschool moms. Uh, And you can take the word homeschool out of it if you want to. Um, it's easy for us to get burned out. And I get this question a lot uh, because of the title of my blog, which is The Busy Mom. And some of you guys have heard me say this and some of you haven't. The reason I titled my blog, The Busy Mom, all those many, many years ago was because that was the question that people would ask me, you know, how are you doing at church or whatever? And I'd say, oh, I'm good. I'm busy, you know, because I was. I had, you know, five little kids at the time. And uh, of course, they went, we went on to have seven children. But I just called my blog The Busy Homeschool Mom because that's what I was. And listen, there's nothing wrong with being busy. The Bible talks about being busy. We're supposed to be busy at home, taking care of our families. Um, oh my goodness, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman, you know, I, she puts ordinary women to shame with all the stuff that she was doing. And so I think it's wrong to label busy as inherently bad. When we run into trouble is when we walk outside of the grace that God has put over us for what we are doing. And sometimes uh, that happens to me. And whenever that happens, I need to take a good look at my life, like this mom is saying, kind of take a step back and look at your life from from 35,000 feet. I think when we're right in the middle of all of it, um, it's easy to just keep on going and never stop and just keep adding, adding, adding. And I meet more moms 
who are burned out and they're not doing as many things as you would think would burn a person out, but they never stop to ask the Lord, Father, is this what you want me to do? And that's what I mean by stepping outside of the grace that God gives us. And so um, I'm going to give you a couple of things that I think might help you, but I, I want to say to this mom, uh, just right off the bat, um, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing by taking a step back and taking a good look at your life and as your life as um, as your family together. Because honestly, uh, that is one of the key components of knowing whether or not we are walking outside of the will of God. Uh, the Bible teaches us over and over that God has a, God wants us to make wise use of our time. In Psalms ninety, uh, verse twelve, it says, "Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom." Ephesians five verses fifteen to eighteen: Be careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. I love this from Psalm 39. Psalm 39, verse 4, Show me, O Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting is my life. So God is into time management, right? He understands because he made us how many days we are going to get. And so I always tell moms, listen, um, the most important thing that you're going to do when it comes to time management, and I, I wrote a book on this. <laughs> I hardly ever talk about it, but I years ago, I wrote a book called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, um, You know, just shepherding your family through the very busy years of homeschooling and raising young children. And even if you're not homeschooling, that might be a book that you want to check out. There's tons of practical information in there, lots of ideas for scheduling. I am a huge advocate for scheduling, and in fact, I just finished uh, making the winter schedule for my family. So like I told you guys last week, this is the beginning of my travel season. Um, just the other day, I was in Dayton. This coming weekend, I'll be in Lebanon, Oregon. Then right after that, we'll be in Lakeside, uh, Florida for the MomStrong Conference. And so what that means for me is the same thing really that it means for you, just in a different way. It means I have to go before the Lord and say, Father, help me to make the, make the, the best use of the time that you've given me. We don't want to walk ahead of the Lord, um, and we don't want to walk behind Him. We want to walk in step with the Spirit, and that requires prayer. It requires knowing um, our personalities, knowing what we can handle and what we can't handle. And there are three aspects uh, to my husband and I, to our life, that we always look at before we take something else on. Uh, the first thing is we always look at the the condition of our walk with the Lord. So if I don't have time, if I am so busy, that I don't have time to be in the word every day and I can't prioritize my prayer life and I can't prioritize the study of the word, then something's wrong. Then I have, then I have, I blew it somewhere. And I say this to women all the time. You know, we, we talked about this, I believe, oh, probably back in January when I said that there was a woman who said that the women in her Bible study just don't have time to study the word. And I just like the hackles, you know, all up on my neck because I was like, that's actually a lie. Because we do have time. It's not a question of time. It's a question of priorities. It's a question of what do we prioritize. It's also a question of individual freedom and of what God has uniquely wired each one of us to do. And so that's why the comparison trap is such a bummer. Because comparison really is the thief and the uh, uh, 
and a killer of contentment because we look at other people and we go, man, well, how come she's able to do all this stuff and I'm able to do this one thing and I feel stressed out about it? Well, I guarantee you that when we fail to come before the Lord, um, burnout is the sure is the sure result. So the first thing that we always look at is, um, are, do we have enough time to pray together? Do we have enough time in the Word? The next thing I look at is, how's my marriage doing? And um, sweet mom who wrote me this email, it sounds like that's what you're doing. You're taking a, a 35,000 foot look at your marriage and you're able to see it um, with greater perspective when you do that. Where are you going? Where do you want to go? And if you recognize that the pace that you're keeping is putting stress on your marriage, I guarantee you that is not God's heart for you. We can live in in uh, you know busy seasons for a while, and we can see our you know our families can be fine, but we can't do it permanently unless it's what the Lord called us to do. So I think sometimes you, I hear I hear these terms all the time: stressed out, burned out. And I really do believe that we we become stressed out and burned out primarily because we don't rest and we don't seek the Lord. So the second thing is, first thing is your relationship with the Lord. The second thing has got to be your relationship with your spouse. Are you making time to be together? I, I promise you, you guys, I mean, we haven't talked about this in a while on the podcast and we'll shoot fire. We're coming up on Valentine's Day, so we'll talk about it some more. <laughs> but I am a huge fan, women, of uh, making sure that I have enough time in my schedule uh, to really make my husband feel loved and cherished and wanted and needed. And my primary goal in our family is first to meet the needs of my husband. And some of you will say, oh, that's not true, right? I wrote a post a long time ago called Marriage Before Mothering. And man, did I get, the boy, the tail swung around and hit me. Uh, I was amazed at the women who felt that my priorities were wrong because I said, I think it's more important for me to uh, take care of my husband and his needs come before the needs of my children. Now, that doesn't mean, before you guys start typing angry emails and turn off the podcast, it doesn't mean that I don't take care of my children, that we don't feed them, and I'm and I'm saying, not tonight, kids. I'm, I, I've got to, everything is all about your father. No, it's keeping my finger on the pulse of my marriage and recognizing that if my marriage suffers, that the children will suffer by default. And I think sometimes we we get that mixed up. And certainly that's the reason behind a lot of failed marriages. It's a lack of prioritizing what God says is important. It doesn't mean that we don't love our children. It means that we keep our finger on the pulse of our marriage so that we can keep our home healthy. So it starts there. Your relationship with the Lord, your relationship with your husband. And then I look to see how are my children doing? So I have been, you guys know this now, because I've been talking about it since last October, when my husband and I first got um, possession, we we were we were given a building in uh, Vancouver to open up a homeschool resource center. Right about the same time that my book Becoming Momstrong was launched around the world, and uh, right about the time that we launched Momstrong International, or that we were kind of in the launching mode of Momstrong International. These are things we have been praying about and seeking the Lord about for many many years. It just so happens that everything sort of happened all at once. So we sat down with our kids and we were like, all right, we're coming into a season that's going to stretch us. It's going to be hard. And we want to, we, we feel like we're walking in obedience to the Lord. We want to talk to you guys about how you're doing and what your role in all of this might be. And that kind of brings me to uh, kind of round out that third point when we're talking about children. Uh, my husband and I made a commitment a long time ago uh, that we wanted whatever we did and as much as it was possible to involve our children. And 
And so we've made, you know, we made some kind of, we made some interesting decisions <laughs> to keep our children with us. Homeschooling, obviously, one of the very first decisions that we made. But ultimately, we decided we wanted our children involved in our work and in our ministry. And so all of them have very important uh, things that they do that make them part of the culture that is the St. John family. And uh, and as they grow up and uh, move out of the house and do their own thing, they'll come back and they'll say, I remember, thank you for, for, uh, for pulling us alongside and making us feel valuable and wanted. And that was a huge part of our decision to uh, keep our kids close to us. And so I think sometimes we can burn out because we just simply, uh, we don't know another way to do it. And so if you're feeling that way, can I just encourage you? This is for the mom or the dad who's just like, what in the world? My life feels out of control. I don't feel like I've got any any really good traction. We're frustrated. Our kids are frustrated. I promise you that is not God's heart for you. God's heart is that you would flourish and that you would find blessing. And remember last week we talked about the blessing that's found in obedience and obedience really starts with just listening for the still small voice of the Lord. We want to be listening for his voice so that when he says go, we go. And when he says stop, we stop. So those are the those are the, the first three things. And for uh, for this mom in particular who's telling me that this or her husband is stressed out and burned out, um, can I just encourage you to ask the Lord how you can love him where he's at? How can you come alongside him right now? Because maybe there's things that he's involved in that he can't just put down. Maybe he has to slowly back away from them. But you can be a very important and intimate part of his walk uh, with the Lord in finding out what God wants you guys to do as a family. What does he want you to do as a couple? How does it look uh, to have a family that's growing and thriving? So it doesn't mean uh, that you have to just stop everything, but it might mean that. Uh, I met a mom about a year ago when I was speaking in Southern California for a women's event. And she said that her life, they were, she was completely frustrated and tired. And kind of what I'm hearing this mom say about her husband, just burned out and stressed out. And she had her kids in every imaginable activity. I mean, truly, I mean, they are in theater and they were in sports. And, and, and I asked her, I said, did you, before you signed your kids up for that stuff, did you stop and just say, you know, before we say yes to this, we're going to inquire from the Lord. We're going to say, we're going to inquire of the Lord. We're going to say, Father, is this what you want us to do? Because maybe he doesn't want you to do it. And I can guarantee you, and I've made many, many decisions in my life that I did not ask uh, the Lord about before I made them. And almost always I live to regret them, whether it's something I say or something I sign up for or something I don't sign up for because I was afraid of it. And I didn't say, I didn't say, Lord, is this really what you want me to do? And instead I went running the other direction. We got to be hearing from the Lord and you'll know if the Lord is in it because he will give you an un common grace. And so when people look at your life, they're going to say, how, how is she able to do all that stuff? And you can honestly say, it's grace. We asked the Lord, the Lord said, this is what you're supposed to do. And we walked in obedience and we were reaping the blessing of that obedience. It really is an uncommon grace. So I hope that encourages you today, um, my friend Anonymous. <laughs> and I hope that anyone else who's listening to this today, we all struggle. We go through times when we feel we're, you know, we've got too much on our plate. There's too much going on. And I understand that. But more importantly, the Lord understands that. And he wants to be intimately involved in every aspect of your life. So invite him in. Invite him in. I saw a really cool uh, quote from from uh, from Beth Moore the other day. It came across my Instagram feed. By the way, if you guys aren't following me on Instagram, I'm over there. Well, I'm not over there as much as 
probably some of you would like, but I am over there. But uh, Beth Moore um, quoted, this is her quote. She said, don't just read scripture, engage with God in it. He's talking to you. Talk back, ask questions, record them. He could answer them soon. Tell him what confuses or troubles you in your reading. We're bored in our devotions because we're acting like we're the only ones showing up. I love that. And she's encouraging you back to a place of saying, Lord, I recognize that you want to be intimately involved in my life. So that takes um, quiet and it takes engaging with the Lord. And I love I love that she pointed that out. So if you guys have any other, that's that's the end of Mailbox Monday for today. If you guys have a question that you'd like me to address at Mailbox Monday, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. And I'm looking forward to seeing a bunch of you this weekend in Lebanon, Oregon. My sweet husband will be with me and several of our children. And then the weekend after that, we'll be in Lakeland. As always, I wanna just tell you, I really appreciate uh, your prayers for this ministry. We appreciate your financial support. And uh, we just appreciate the the words of encouragement that we get on the road all the time. So we, uh, we're we looking forward to seeing many of you throughout the travel season. And in the meantime, we're going to be praying for you that you'll walk with the Lord and that you'll let him direct your family. If you guys need more information or you want to join me at MomStrong International, we are over 4,300 strong now over there. Um, come on over and see what we're doing. We just started a brand new scripture writing plan for February, and it's not too late to join me. All right. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.